I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost and welcome to the new financial year. If you are in a celebratory mood, I hope that you rounded out the end of financial year last week on a high. I hope that you hit the targets that you had set for yourself. I hope that everyone paid their invoices and you managed to get through all of the things that you needed to do in your business just to round out the end of financial year. I always love the beginning of a new quarter. That's why I enjoy running my planning workshops each quarter. There is something really, really hopeful and I always feel like this sort of renewed sense of energy when the new quarter ticks over. And that is how I'm feeling right now. On Friday, I ran my half yearly planning workshop where I took a bunch of really incredible women through a planning and action-taking process to help them supercharge their financial year. And I thought for those of you who weren't able to come along to that, that I would share with you three steps that you can take right now in this first week of the new financial year that are going to enable you to hit the reset button on your business and life. And even if you're not a person who is particularly passionate about planning, and I know that not everybody is. So while I'm a huge advocate of planning, I completely appreciate that not everyone operates like I do, but I love these moments in the calendar throughout the year that we can use as just as just a bit of a marker to take time to reset the way that we have been operating. So I've got three steps to work through with you today, and I encourage you just to make some space in your life in the coming weeks. I know that as this episode goes to air, a lot of parents are in the throes of school holidays. There's lots of people traveling. I was really excited to see lots of -of out-of-office messages coming through over the last week and just hearing about people's travel plans as well. So I get that this might not be a priority for you right now, but I really encourage you to take some time out of your life to do these three steps before we get too far into the new financial year and the new quarter of the business cycle. So the first step that I encourage you to take is to stop and reflect. Reflect on what has been happening over the last 90 days. And given that we're starting a brand new financial year, it's a good time to check back over the entire financial year that was. Because who and where you are right now is a result of what you've spent the last few months doing. And I think 
all too often when we are running a business, it's so common for us to just push, 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 push and move on to the next thing without pausing to look back at what has been going on. What can happen if we don't do this is that we end up taking patterns, work practices, habits, things that aren't necessarily serving us into the next quarter. Whereas this start of a new quarter, start of a new financial year, it's a really beautiful line in the sand to just go, hold on a second. What have I been doing? What have I been doing that has gotten me to here? And what needs a little bit of examination and perhaps change things up a little bit. So I've got some steps that I worked through this with the women who attended my planning day, and I will also share them across my socials this week in terms of just some prompts that you can work through. You know, asking yourself the question, what did I enjoy doing? What was easy? What came really naturally? What was effortless, not effort none, but effortless. What made me happy? Have you taken time to actually celebrate the amazing things that happened? Think back to the beginning of April. Think back to June 2021 and look at how far you have come. Have you taken stock and actually celebrated that? Because I'm sure without a shadow of a doubt, you've achieved some really amazing things. When you compare yourself with where you were at the beginning of the quarter or at the beginning of the last financial year. So it's really important to take some time right now to actually reflect and celebrate those amazing things that you've done, the things that you're super, super proud of. Now, on the flip side of that, it is really important to identify the challenges, the things that just felt really, really hard. What should you have stopped doing perhaps? What is no longer serving you? And just noting those things. Now, I'm not suggesting that you use the new financial year to blow up your entire business. If you want to do that, that's totally cool. You don't need to be reckless, but it's just a really good point of reflection to actually go, hold on a second, there's a pattern happening here. You know, I feel like every time I do this particular task or every time I offer this particular service or every time I work with this particular client, it's always troublesome. Like look at that because that's sending your message. They're sending you messages, right? And this is your business, you're the boss. You are allowed to change things. I don't know if you knew that, but you are. That is one of the beauties of working for yourself. So now's a really good time to just check in and go, what isn't working for me anymore? And what can I do about changing it? And it's really important to do that now before you move on to the next step, which is around goal setting for the quarter or the financial year ahead. Step number two in the reset is to project. So how are you positioned 
right now at the end of this financial year? How are you tracking compared to the last quarter and also at the end of the the last financial year? This is a good time to look at those numbers. I talked a little about this a couple of episodes back when I talked about the financial habits that I implement all throughout the year that help me keep on top of my finances. And tracking is one of those like absolute non-negotiables. I do it every single week. If you're not already doing it, I encourage you to put some kind of practice into your business so that you have visibility of how things are going in your business on a regular basis. So once you've got that visibility, it makes it a lot more easier to set your goals, to project what it is that you want to achieve over the next 90 days, because you're going to have an idea of what the start line is. And then with your goal setting, you know, this is really important because you need to know where you're headed without having some kind of an idea. And and look, I do get pushback about people, you know, setting goals and targets and that kind of thing. But let me tell you the feedback that I get at the end of a quarter from the women that I work one-on-one with and also the women who come along to my planning days is that it does work. It does work. Having those goals, it gives you a focus. It gives you something to channel your beautiful entrepreneurial spirit on each business quarter because otherwise for so many people, like, There's so much you could do. There is an infinite amount that you could do, right? As a business owner, you could work 24, 7, 52 weeks of the year that, you know, A, you're going to burn yourself out completely, but also a lot of the activity that you could be doing is not actually going to be building your business. So getting really specific about where you want to be and hanging your goals off that is going to serve you beautifully. So please take some time to make some projections, hang some goals off those. And then the most important piece of this puzzle is that you need a plan to actually achieve those goals because without a plan, they're really just words on a page or pictures on a vision board. And I want you to make them come true. And you can, you absolutely can, but you need a plan. And that's what's going to help you know exactly what the next right step to take is. It helps when life goes haywire. And a lot of women who came along to my planning workshop on Friday have had a really horrible few months. There has been so much sickness and disruption around, particularly for us as parents. I worked out by looking back over my calendar that I haven't worked a full, like proper work week since the 1st of April. So for three months, my time has been compromised in some way because either I've been sick, kids have been sick, there's been issues that we have been dealing with in my family. Like there's just been so much going on that that my time has been compromised. But interestingly, I completed every step in my last quarterly plan and I achieved all of the projections that I set for myself. And I made that plan and set those projections 
before life went to hell. So don't rely on motivation or decision-making. Make the plans now while you're in the right frame of mind and follow the plan and see where you are at the end of the next quarter. Then the third and final step, which I think is absolutely pivotal, whether you do the first two steps or not, and that is to protect. Protect your time and protect your energy. Now, the common theme among all the women in my world is that the first half of this year has A, flown by in the blink of an eye, but B, it has been challenging. As I mentioned a little earlier, you know, people are dealing with all sorts of stuff. And I think, you know, when you're dealing with that and trying to run a business, it can be really full on. And I think right now at that halfway point of the year, it's like, you know, where the hell did the time go? So what I want you to do is just stop and think about how you can protect your time and protect the next six months of the year so that you are doing the things that you want to be doing and need to be doing and not spending too much time on the things that are not important. I talk about knowing the difference between your VIPs and your vampires. Who is your energy going to? Essentially, you should be saving your energy for your VIPs and you decide who your VIPs are, right? Your VIPs don't get to decide, you decide. So it could be your family, could be high-paying clients, it could be kids, it could be your sister, it could be whoever it is in your world that's a VIP, just have a little look over your calendar, say for the last month, and see how much time you've actually spent with those VIPs. What are the things that are VIP to you? Very important, or should be VIT really, shouldn't it? VIT, very important things to you, very important activities. Like how much time are you actually spending doing those? You know, do that review and then adjust accordingly for the next quarter so that you are spending more of your time with your VIPs than you are with your vampires. And the vampires, we all know who they are. They're the people that suck the life out of us, who are demanding. When we've spent time with them, we feel completely drained of energy. We want to really minimize the amount of time that we are spending with them. Okay, so it's important, but you only you can do this, all right? Your vampires are not going to go, I know I monopolized your time last week, and I know that you gave me like, you know, 10 hours of your time. I'm going to take 15 hours of your time this week. Like that's generally how they work, okay? So it is up to you to ring fence your time and protect it so that you can make space for the things that light you up, for the people that light you up. And in real life, sometimes we do have to deal with vampires, okay? That is just our reality. But what you want to do is have the balance heavily in the favor of your VIPs and the VI 
T's, your very important things that you do as well. Making sure that you have time for yourself. Put yourself first. Stop putting yourself in the gaps. See way too many women putting themselves right down the bottom of the totem pole. And that's no good. That's why people end up in overwhelmed, strung out states. So make sure that you are putting the things that are important to you in first. Just get really, really clear on what you want to achieve, what is important to you and make the space to do it. Not to get all woo-woo, but that is how your dreams come true. It's by taking action on the plans that you make and making space for it to all happen and really protecting your time. It's really that straightforward. It really is. So just to go over those three steps one more time, start off by reflecting. So reflecting on the quarter or the or the financial year that was, then projecting. So you are going to project, that is set some goals and make some plans around those goals to actually achieve them. And then the very, very most, most important thing is protecting your time and energy. So I hope that that has helped you today feel like you can hit the reset button and charge into the new financial year because there is still six months of the calendar year left and a whole fresh beginning for a new financial year this week. And I want you to live a full and fulfilled life. I do not want you settling for the scraps and feeling overwhelmed all the time. And I'm really hoping that by sharing this with you today, that I can help you get on your way with achieving that. Now, as always, if there is anything else that I can do to support you, if you want to go deeper with these steps and much, much more, Last Friday's planning workshop was recorded and I have got all of the recordings and the resources available if you are interested and want to sort of go through this at your own pace. DM me or you can email me at michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au and I can share the link with how you can get hold of all of that information. But happy new financial year, please share your wins with me. I love hearing from listeners when they have taken action as a result of one of my episodes. And I have to say the financial habits episode that I released last month was probably one of the most engaged with in terms of like people coming back to me and going, Michelle, I've started to do this, I've started to do that. So I'm hoping that this will be the same for you, but please share your wins. I love hearing from you. Have a fabulous week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.